basically still under investigation and that uh, he should have said that because they're still trying to figure out everything that happened. And also that the officer had to make a split second decision in front of a moving vehicle, a 2,000 pound weapon. Edward Obiyashi, who's a national use of force expert, and he's also an attorney who specializes in vehicle related police shootings. Uh, and he says that although the officer may have reasonably feared for his safety, it went against all his law enforcement training uh, to be in front of her car in the first place. He says the best practice in these matters nationwide is that you do not put yourself in a position of danger. Okay, uh, Young was being accused of a minor crime. The results are predictable. Based on your training, why are you going to put yourself in front of the vehicle, in front of an individual that does not want to cooperate? There was no urgent need for him to position himself the way that he Okay, uh, yeah, he's absolutely right. Like I said, it was a minor, okay, it was a misdemeanor offense, a minor offense. So why would he have done all of that? He was doing too much. Okay, please that's it. Now the Blendon Township Police, their use of force policy states that officers should try to move away from an approaching vehicle instead of firing their weapons. Okay, an officer should only fire when he or she reasonably believes there are no other reasonable means available to avert the imminent threat of the vehicle or a deadly force other than the vehicle is directed at the officer or others. So I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, somebody made that make sense. So absolutely, this was not justified. It was absolutely avoidable. Okay, please pay attention. But you know, this is how these things often turn out when it's people of my skin. So with that all being said, to come, this is for entertainment purposes. Okay. Okay, so clearly he didn't have to shoot the young woman. He did not have to shoot her. And another thing is, remember I told you all last week how they brought up the fact that she had a warrant uh, for a domestic dispute or something like that. What does that have to do with anything? They always try to demonize and vilify black people when the police murder them unjustly. Okay, first of all, according to their own policy, the cop was not supposed to shoot her. He should have just gotten out of the way. He had enough time. She wasn't speeding. She didn't accelerate towards him, like the chief said. Okay, the car just started to roll. And at the end of the day, they claimed that they rendered aid. I don't believe them. They said that's why they broke the window to render aid. Well, there's no footage of that. Okay, they don't have any footage of that. They could have blurred the images to at least show that they tried to help her. But I don't think they actually did. And as I said, the, the attorney for the family, Sean Walton, said that his firm was able to prove and verify through witness accounts that she didn't steal anything out of that darn store. That she put the bottles down before she walked out. And as you can see, one of the people that is an expert in vehicle-related shootings done by police, as well as um, an expert in crime scene and all that, he said that due to his training, he should have known that. There was no need for him to stand in front of her car because it wasn't even a serious offense. It's not like she was going out there to murder someone or anything like that. So it just is all crazy at the end of the day. I don't know why they're still even investigating. It should be open and shut as far as I'm concerned. And quite frankly, I told you all it was full of, they were full of BS when they wouldn't immediately uh, release the body cam footage. All right, so please pay attention. Because at the end of the day, when they think they're right, then they're always going to show footage first. Okay? Now, let's talk about this young black woman who got slapped in the face with a brick by some thug who was upset because she didn't want to talk to him. Let's get into it. I'm going to share my screen. This is all so nefarious. But they talk about protect all black women. Oh, please. Let 
Centering men. So before there was feminism, there were lesbians. Anybody in my life to just. And don't forget, before there was feminism, it was lesbians who were living those lives without worrying about niggas. Like they were not worried about niggas. They were decentering men. So before there was feminism, there were lesbians. Hey, excuse me, Tokyo. Happy Pride. I hope every black woman is kissing another black woman because. I never did anything in my life to hurt anybody. Literally, a man asked me for my number. I said no, and he, he picked up a brick in front of so many men and was like, What are you going to do? And I told all these men, like, Yo, why is this man got a brick on my face? And he, he's holding a brick, and all these niggas is watching. And nobody does nothing. And he hits me in my face and they all just watch. And they let that nigga get in the court. How is this okay? This is what y'all doing to women? Yeah, that's absolutely what they're doing to women. Please pay attention, okay? I'm sorry, some sorry ace black men out here. And the ones that sit there and watch, they're sorry, even more sorry. And it's just like the same situation when the woman's 14-year-old son has to defend her at the uh, restaurant because the guy punched her in the face numerous times. And black women just sit there and watch. Now, I'm sorry. Make that make sense, okay? Now, I have seen video footage of white men defending white women with one of their own attacked them. What's wrong with these black men? Sorry as hell. That's what's wrong with them. And don't get mad because if it doesn't apply, let it fly. If it doesn't pertain to you, then don't get an attitude. Okay, sit down somewhere. At the end of the day, it's a whole lot of sorry ass black men. That's just what it is. They'll stand there and they won't do anything. Okay, stare to death Negroes. That's all I call them at the end of the day. Also crazy. Now, someone posted that video with her talking about women kissing women or whatever, the fact that she's a lesbian, and tried to basically say that, you know, maybe that was karma. That wasn't karma. I don't care what her uh, sexual preference is. She's a female. No man has any business putting his hands on her, let alone smacking her whole damn break. That's just all crazy. Make it all make sense. Anyway, this is just a shame, honey. This is all just a shame. Yeah, standing there recording. Exactly, Mr. Hotel. That's what they do. Then they want to complain when the police commit atrocities on black people. <laughs> make that make sense. If you don't care about yourselves, how's anyone else going to do it? If you don't protect your own women, who's supposed to do it? Well, I guess we have to defend, to, uh, defend ourselves, black women. Because these Negroes are sorry, okay? And plenty of them are. All right? Plenty of them are. That's just what it is. Now, someone said in the chat that Bussy Reed. Is saying that the guy that did it was not FBA. How does he know? See, there, he needs to shut up with his big ass head. How does he know whether the person was uh, tethered, as he calls it, or not? Like, that makes sense. Anyway, let me continue. Really doesn't matter who they were. At the end of the day, they had no business putting their hands on that woman, but they need to be locked up. So, anyway, let's talk about these 2,000 missing children from Maui and how this reporter who was trying to get answers from the mayor. Uh, was 
security video. This is posted by that local Kansas newspaper, Marion County Record. But what you're looking at is police raiding the home of that paper's 98-year-old co-owner and the mother of the editor of the paper, Joanne Meyer. She collapsed and died the day after the raid. Yeah. Yeah. 
had an operation aimed at dismantling drug trafficking networks, police officers, sheriffs, deputies, and uh, California Highway Patrol officers and California National Guard members arrested 300 suspect, suspected narcotics dealers and 123 wanted fugitives. Officers also seized 103 kilos of narcotics, including 56 kilos of fentanyl. Most of the arrests and seizures happened in the Tenderloin and south of Market neighborhoods. Citywide in 2023, police seized over 135 kilos of narcotics, including over 89 kilos of fentanyl, more than all of uh, 2022's drug seizures combined. Now, as a result of the crackdown, the district attorney's office filed 566 felony narcotics cases. District attorney Brooke Jenkins said drug dealers profit from death and holding entire neighborhoods hostage. Every person who was detained under public intoxication laws was offered services for treatment, but the vast majority of drug dealers declined to accept. I find it interesting. Now they offer them treatment. They didn't have any of this for practice and issue. Please pay attention. All they got was their sentences and their children taken away. Now, Mayor London Breed wrote that we want people to get help. City Health and Homelessness Outreach Teams will continue routine daily outreach to offer services. Fucking with their channel. I was fucking with their channel. Hold on. They say we refuse to sit on the sidelines as the fentanyl crisis intensifies. This is what the San Francisco police say. Now, the introduction of this poison into our drug supply has changed the game, and we're responding. Anyone who seeks to profit from selling drugs in our city will be held accountable. We are aggressively targeting drug dealers who prey on those suffering from substance, substance use disorder. This is what Sheriff Paul Mayamoto said. We are using, we are also focusing on drug users because it's not, it is not humane or compassionate to allow them to languish on our streets controlled by their addictions. This is, it's not humane, they say, but it was humane for them to take black folk who are addicted to crack and struggling in prison without giving them any sort of treatment. Justice-involved persons with substance use disorder sometimes need the threat of jail time to compel them to remain in programs that successfully address the root causes of their addictions. Well, we'll see how that all panned out. All that crap and help for Becky, uh, Bill, and Bob, and Heather. Right, but black people get locked up. It's not. That's exactly what they get. Uh, so anyway, now I thought this was interesting. So there were 70,000 people isolated at the Burning Man uh, Festival out in uh, Nevada. First of all, I have questions because why are they having a festival out in the desert? Please make that make sense. And one of the people trapped out there was Chris Rock. Stranded after torrential rains led to a total lockdown of the annual festival in the remote Nevada desert. Dust turning to a mucky, messy mud. The entire place is absolutely just soaked. Authorities say one person died at the height of the storm, the cause of death under investigation. I think I could be trapped here for a couple more days. Suzanne Ford is among those burners still stuck on the playa. What's it been like? You, it's it's so muddy getting around like 
just walking to your tent in the mud is impossible. You know, everybody's putting garbage bags under their shoes, under their boots, or they're going barefoot because the mud just sank down into the mud. It's a quagmire. It's debilitating. Organizers telling all attendees to shelter in place and conserve food, water, and fuel. The entrance to the camp and airport closed. Other than emergency services, no vehicles allowed in or out. I'm actually going to try to make the break for it. They're saying the gates are still closed, but I've got a four-wheel drive car, and I'm going to try to make it out. Others finding ways to escape, trudging through the muddy desert. Even comedian Chris Rock and DJ Diplo. The performer posting about the ordeal on social media. Making it out after hiking for miles and then getting picked up by strangers. <laughs> the storm system causing problems across the state. In Las Vegas, one person has died and dozens rescued amid heavy rain and flash flooding. Muddy, 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 burning man. Back at Black Rock City, people trying to take it all in stride. Maybe not the Burning Man experience you were expecting. That's a little bit of like a Rain Man experience. Instead of a burn, feeling the brunt of a powerful storm. And Liz, is there any indication when these festival goers will be able to get out of there? You know, Peter, the CEO of Burning Man just telling NBC News that it could happen as soon as tomorrow. She said she doesn't see this as an evacuation situation and said they're working with local and federal officials to try to find the best way to smoothly open the roads and get people out. Peter. I'm sorry, but Chris Rock, out of those 70,000 people that were isolated there, Chris Rock looked like he was the only black person. I'm sorry, what was he doing out there in the dancing? What were any of them doing out there? I find it also interesting. You couldn't pay me to go out to some remote desert uh, or any type of festival, okay? And then somebody said in the chat that Chris Rock had to walk six miles. Well, maybe that'll teach him a lesson. Okay, maybe that'll teach him a lesson. But I want you all to pay attention to this next story, because I thought this was all so crazy. So this white guy flipped off the police, right? And he gets $50,000. Hold on, let's get into this. I'm pulling my receipt right now. I'm pulling my receipt right now. Hold on. Okay, here it is right here. Motorist who flipped off city cops gets 50K. Okay, this is what the judge awarded. Now, I'm going to go to the footage. Now, this is like 10 minutes long, but I want you all to see the interaction, his interaction with the police. Uh, and some of the officers were black, but I want you to pay attention because had that been one of us, we probably would have gotten shot. Okay, the way he was talking to them at the end of the day. I'm going to show this in two parts because, like I said, it's like 10 minutes long. And here we go. Number? My bad number's right there. Okay. Is that what's up, Judge? What? Is that what's up, Judge? It's what would I tell the judge? Right there. I'm Are you asking, the judge? I'm asking you for judge? your badge. My bad number's right there. What is your badge? It's right there. It's right there. No, I'm not going to take it. Are you detaining me? What are you detaining me for? What? What are you detaining me for? 
disrupt the traffic. I'm not disrupting it. I am engaged in his First Amendment. I am not your liar. You are a liar. I have never been in traffic. Never. So you can shut that up. I'm on the side of the road, legally parked, with a sign which is protected by the First Amendment. So you can have disruptive nothing. I'm going to do it right here where I'm at. I'm not. Because apparently they're erroneous. I don't give a what somebody else says. What did you witness? Nothing of the sort. So keep your to yourself, pal. Because you people who come up here, I got a man trying to steal my property. Tell him he's not going to let me do something that's constitutionally protected. No, I'm not. What's the statute for that? What's the statute? I have armed men coming up threatening to steal my property. You're not taking. You see this man? He tried to take my property from my hands. You have no authority whatsoever over me because I've committed no crime. So you saw, so I, you're not saying I committed a crime. You just tried to steal my property. Yes, you did. You said I am taking. You have no. You're, you're not going to allow me because you have no authority to stop me. Period. No authority to stop me. You have no authority to stop me. I don't want your attention. Go away, road pirate. Go away, road pirate. Go away. You're standing here witnessing a man who just tried to attack me. I'm teaching my kid not to respect pieces of crap like you guys are. You keep First of all, I have questions because why are they having a festival out in the desert? Please make that make sense. And one of the people trapped out there was Chris Rock. Stranded after torrential rains led to a total lockdown of the annual festival in the remote Nevada desert. Dust turning to a mucky, messy mud. The entire place is absolutely just soaked. Authorities say one person died at the height of the storm, the cause of death under investigation. I think I could be trapped here for a couple more days. Suzanne Ford is among those burners still stuck on the playa. What's it been like? You, it's, it's so muddy getting around, like just walking to your tent and the mud is impossible. You know, everybody's putting garbage bags under their shoes, under their boots, or they're going barefoot because the mud just sink down into the mud. It's a quagmire. It's debilitating. Organizers telling all attendees to shelter in place and conserve food, water, and fuel. The entrance to the camp and airport closed. Other than emergency services, no vehicles allowed in or out. I'm actually going to try to make a break for it. They're saying the gates are still closed, but I've got a four-wheel drive car, and I'm going to try to make it out. Others finding ways to escape, trudging through the muddy desert. Even comedian Chris Rock and DJ Diplo. The performer posting about the ordeal on social media. More three miles now, we have to five more. Making it out after hiking for miles and then getting picked up by strangers. <laughs> the storm system causing problems across the state. In Las Vegas, one person has died and dozens rescued amid heavy rain and flash flooding. 
Muddy, muddy, muddy Burning Man. Back at Black Rock City, people trying to take it all in stride. Maybe not the Burning Man experience you were expecting. Well, that's a little bit of like a Burning Man experience. Instead of a burn, feeling the brunt of a powerful storm. And Liz, is there any indication when these festival goers will be able to get out of there? You know, Peter, the CEO of Burning Man just telling NBC News that it could happen as soon as tomorrow. She said she doesn't see this as an evacuation situation and said they're working with local and federal officials to try to find the best way to smoothly open the roads and get people out. Peter. I'm sorry, but Chris Rock, out of those 70,000 people that were isolated there, Chris Rock looked like he was the only black person. I'm sorry, what was he doing out there in the dancing? What were any of them doing out there? I find it also interesting. You couldn't pay me to go out to some remote desert uh, or any type of festival, okay? And then somebody said in the chat that Chris Rock had to walk six miles. Well, maybe that'll teach him a lesson. Okay, maybe that'll teach him a lesson. But I want you all to pay attention to this next story, because I thought this was all so crazy. So this white guy flipped off the police, right? And he gets $50,000. Hold on, let's get into this. I'm pulling my receipt right now. I'm pulling my receipt right now. Hold on. Okay, here it is right here. Motorists who flipped off city cops gets 50K. Okay, this is what the judge awarded. Now, I'm going to go to the footage. Now, this is like 10 minutes long, but I want you all to see the interaction, his interaction with the police. Uh, and some of the officers were black, but I want you to pay attention because had that been one of us, we probably would have gotten shot. Okay, the way he was talking to them at the end of the day. I'm going to show this in two parts because, like I said, it's like 10 minutes long. And here we go. Number? My bad number's right there, okay? Is that what's going judge? What? Is that what's going judge? It's what would I tell the judge? Right there. I'm Are you asking, the judge? I'm asking you for judge? your badge. My bad number's right there. What is your badge? It's right there. Right there. No, I'm not going to take it. What are you detaining me? What are you detaining me for? What? what are you detaining me for? I'm not disrupting you. I am engaged in his First Amendment. I am not your liar. You are a liar. I have never been in traffic. Never. So you can shut that up. I'm on the side of the road, legally parked, with a sign which is protected by the First Amendment. So you can I'm going to do it right here where I'm at. So I'm not. Because apparently they're erroneous. I don't give a what somebody else says. What did you witness? Nothing of the sort. So keep your to yourself, pal. Because you people would come up here. I got a man trying to steal my property. Telling he's not going to let me do something that's constitutionally protected. No, I'm not. What's the statute for that? What's the statute? I have armed men coming up threatening to steal my property. You're not taking. 
see this man? He tried to take my property from my hands. You have no authority whatsoever over me because I've committed no crime. So you tell us why you're not saying I committed a crime, you just tried to steal my property. Yes, you did. You said, I am taking. You have no, you're, you're not going to allow me because you have no authority to stop me. Period. No authority to stop me. You have no authority to stop me. I don't want your attention. Go to the road, pirate. Go away, road pirate. Go away. You're standing here witnessing a man that just tried to attack me. I'm teaching my kid not to respect pieces of crap like you guys are. You keep saying jumping in traffic. When did you witness this offense? So you came to me. You came to me. You came to me. You came to me. So they want to lick your boots, well. Hey, and you know what I have? I go right over here. I'm not on the road. I'm not on the road. Well, the shoulder is not the road. It is not part of the road. I am not blocking the roadway. I am not in the roadway. I haven't jumped in the roadway. Oh, so when you pull people over with radar, you're disrupting traffic because they're slowing down. That's your logic. Get out of here. You go and rob people of the cash, brutalize people, and you go home to your kids. That's a shame. Stay where I want. You ain't going to stop me because you have no authority to stop me. Put your hands on me. You see what this did? You see what he did? Right. Don't put your hands on me. Do not give me my property back. You piece of give me my property back. You see this? You tyrant piece of you tyrant. What are your badge numbers? No, no, you stole my property. See anything my hands? You stole property. Have a nice day. I want your badge number, you piece of You attend that is assault. You assaulted me standing right here, you piece of statue. You attacked me forcibly removed my property. What statue is that? It's called suck my cop. I'm not playing in traffic, and you're getting a plane. And you're getting a complaint, and I'm going home making it. Okay, so here's part two the nefariousness. I'm coming right back here. Okay. And then we'll come back to stay out of the roadway. I wasn't in the roadway, you piece of. So, you. You. Walmart. Some new stuff. Make a new one up. You just stole my property. 
235314. You understand you just committed a crime. You stole my property. You had no authority whatsoever to do. And you know, and you know you're dumb. Which troop are you operating now? Nine? That's too much. Two nine? You Pork rind, I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to you, Pork rind. Where are you operating at us so I can go now and file my complaint? If you want to address me properly, I'll respond to you. So what? So what? It's constitution protected speech. You're stopping me for constitutionally protected speech, right? This is what I did. You got a problem with that? No, no, no. Go away. No, it is not. That is called freedom of speech. If you are out, no, 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 it is not. No, no. I want your supervisor. I am the supervisor. And that's why I'm here. I'm going to reach into my pocket. And I'm going to take you to court. I'm going to take you to court. That's what I want you to do. That's what I want you to take you to court. So before we go any farther, you're pulling me over for what? Because you had conduct. This only conduct was. That's what's about to happen. You're about to be arrested again for resisting arrest. No, I'm not resisting yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Right, right now, you're right now you're you're being detained. For what? Right. You're being detained. I told you I stopped you already. Sir. For putting my middle finger up. That's yeah, right. That's right. 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 You extended right. your arm out the window. Well, no, no, I have my middle finger out the window. Okay, let's get your. Let's get your right. You got your middle finger out the window. Okay. Yes. And that's what I said. You had your middle finger out the window. We're going to take you in. Well, so now you're threatening. Now you're threatening my child. You're threatening my child. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, bro. I'm gonna set this camera here. Not traveling. Make sure you also record yourself so you see how you're acting. They stole my property. I was alongside them. Let me get you the idea because I'm gonna take you. It's an innocent one, we'll find it. So I want to get this clear one more time. You pulled me over for a constitutionally protected activity. Right? I pulled you over because you had your finger. Because I flipped you off because you stole my property. Okay. Let's face insurance, please. Yeah, Can you close that door so the dog doesn't get out, please? Yes. You have no right to open my door. Yes. Well, how are you going to handle this? I can hand you the paperwork. So f you. 
He was stopped and cited for improper use of a, a hand signal. Uh, the charge was later dropped. Now, please pay attention. They knew the charge would get dropped. They said it on the radio, as you heard the officer saying, well, you know, um, we, we got him for disorderly conduct. Of course, it'll get thrown out. So they knew it was going to get thrown out. They just wanted to arrest him to cause him an inconvenience. Now, the episode on March 11th of 2022 was captured on cell phone video taken by Gusford and included in his complaint, as well as on dashboard cameras in his vehicles or in the vehicles of Corporal Stephen Douglas and Trooper Nicholas Gallo and Master Corporal Rel Relford Box. Uh, talk about on box, <laughs> but let me continue. Police dash cam audio captures the troopers laughing and giggling at the notion of citing Gusford for using an improper hand signal uh, because of the obscene gesture, because that's what they said to that he used an obscene hand gesture, or used an improper hand signal. Okay, they said he wasn't making a turn. That's what Douglas said. Now, the cell phone video shows troopers approaching Gusford, who was standing in a grassy area next to the shoulder of Route 13, north of Dover. Douglas told Gusford that he was disrupting traffic, okay, based on a witness report that said he was told that he was jumping into traffic. That ain't no good darn way. This man wasn't jumping into traffic. There's If witnesses told him that, where are these witnesses? Where are these witnesses? Where are the 911 calls? Because they said people called and said that he was playing in traffic. Well, where are those calls? Because they're reporting. They were lying. Okay? And, and to which he told them they were a liar. Okay? So anyway, he said he was going to take his recording. That's exactly what he did. Now, Box's dash cam audio also captures his subsequent phone call with Supervisor Lieutenant Christopher Pop, uh, who, in which Box alleges or acknowledges that citing Gusford for his hand gesture is pushing it. So they knew they were full of BS. Okay? So, and then, like I said, they admitted that it was going to get dropped. And it did. And he won $50,000. And I just want you all to pay attention because here's the thing. Me or you cannot go out here and talk all that slick talk to the police and get away with it. Okay? We were probably shot dead, beaten to a pulp, or just quite frankly, uh, brutalized in some fashion and then even arrested, if you live to get arrested. That's how that would have gone. But this man not only talked smack to them, got up in their faces, and was defiant, flipped him off, but he ended up getting a rewarded $50,000, okay? I just want y'all to pay attention to white privilege, make it all make sense. And so anyway, with that all being said, let's talk about the lifelines, then I'm going to conclude this broadcast. And so this came in 22 hours ago, please pay attention. CDC issues national alert for Vibrio vulnificus, flesh-eating bacteria. Okay, infections pose growing threats. Here they come with the BS. Is this the next pandemic? And so on September the 2nd of 2023, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued a nationwide alert on Friday, urging healthcare professionals and beachgoers alike to remain vigilant as cases of Vibrio vulnificus infections, which is a rare flesh-eating bacteria, continue to rise. Now, this year, the Eastern Seaboard has already witnessed at least 13 fatalities attributed to the bacteria. While these infections have historically been more prevalent in the Gulf Coast, a concerning trend shows an eightfold increase in infections in the eastern United States uh, from 1988 to 2018, coupled with a northward expansion of the geographic range at a rate of 30 miles per year during the same period. Now, the CDC highlights the surge uh, and infections coincide 
coincided with above-average coastal sea surface temperatures, emphasizing the importance of monitoring warm waters in relation to the deadly bacteria. Each year, up to 200 individuals in the United States report Vibrio folliculus infections to the CDC, with approximately one-fifth of these cases proving fatal, sometimes within just a one or two days after symptoms manifest. So this is clearly something serious. I've never heard of this myself until now. Now, the CDC describes Vibrio folliculus infections as having a short incubation period characterized by necrotizing skin and soft tissue infection. Okay, many infected individuals require intensive care and limb amputations. And in some rare cases, infections can progress to necrotizing fasciitis, an extremely severe and life-threatening condition where the flesh surrounding an open wound begins to die. So rotting flesh. Okay, the CDC's alert serves as a cautionary measure for healthcare providers to consider Vibrio folliculus um, as a potential culprit in wound infections, especially if patients have been exposed to warm coastal waters during the summer months. Now, the agency underscores that extreme weather events such as coastal, uh, such as coastal floods, extreme weather events such as coastal floods, hurricanes, and storm surges can force coastal waters into inland areas, significantly heightening the risk of Vibrio wound infections. This year has been Vibrio folliculus related, or has seen Vibrio folliculus related deaths reported in New York, Connecticut, North Carolina, and Florida, serving as a stark reminder of the bacteria's deadly potential. So please pay attention. This is all so egregious. So you all heard it. That's your life class for today. So please do your due diligence and be careful. Also, I'm pretty sure that they'll be rolling out mass mandates very soon and having another lockdown because they keep talking about this new variant. So uh, just to let you know, please continue to stop them on your doctors with food items and your bottles of water, generators if you can afford one. And uh, with that all being said, that's the news for now. Okay. My Aunt says, what about the new variant, EG5 infection bacteria listed in deep malaria? Yeah, exactly. It's all going to get worse. Don't believe that crap, please. They do this every year. Well, of course they do. We know they did the same thing with monkeypox. But at the end of the day, this is a real infection, and it is a real flesh-eating bacteria. So please pay attention. Okay, um, that's from those oil spills, says Jordan G. You know, I agree. Coastal water is probably mixed with sewer water during these storms, says Al Mitchell. Yep. Absolutely could be the case. Okay? Absolutely could be the case. Christopher says, please do a real black women news work. Thank you, beloved. Okay, so with that I've been said, I want to thank you all for tuning back in. I hope you enjoyed your strong end, not the weekend. And uh, please like and share this video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Be sure to click the notification bell and click the word all so that you're notified each time the Queen Goddess goes live. Also, if you didn't see the true crime story that I posted on these channels, about Lord Every the Second, please go back and watch that. Um, I will be going, I will be posting a, a premiere on the True Crime channel again this week. So if you haven't started following, please be sure to do so. All right. With that all been said, I wish you all love, peace, prosperity, each one, teach one. That's how we grow and thrive. Do something productive, constructive, but never destructive. And always remember, beloved, to keep your most high first in your life. I'm not going
Motorists who flipped off city cops gets 50K. Okay, this is what the judge awarded. Now, I'm going to go to the footage. Now, this is like 10 minutes long, but I want you all to see the interaction, his interaction with the police. Uh, and some of the officers were black, but I want you to pay attention because had that been one of us, we probably would have gotten shot. Okay, the way he was talking to them at the end of the day. I'm going to show this in two parts because, like I said, it's like 10 minutes long. And here we go. Number. My badge number's right there. Okay. Someone stop, Judge. What? Someone stop, Judge. It's what would I tell the judge? Right there. I'm Are asking, you the judge? I'm asking you for judge? your badge. My badge number's right there. What is your badge? It's right there. It's right there. No, I'm not going to take it. Are you detaining me? What are you detaining me for? What? What are you You're detaining me? You're disrupting the traffic. I'm not disrupting you. I am engaged in his First Amendment. I am not your liar. You are a liar. I have never been in traffic. Never. So you can shut that up. I'm on the side of the road, legally parked, with a sign which is protected by the first amendment. So you can I'm disrupted. Nothing. I'm gonna do it right here where I'm at. So I'm not because apparently they're erroneous. I don't give a what somebody else says. What did you witness? Nothing of the sort. So keep your to yourself, pal. Because you people would come up here, I got a man trying to steal my property, telling he's not going to let me do something that's constitutionally protected. No, I'm not. What's the statute for that? What's the statute? I have armed men coming up, threatening to steal my property. You're not taking. You see this man? He tried to take my property from my hands. You have no authority whatsoever over me because I've committed no crime. So you tell us why you're not saying I committed a crime, you just tried to steal my property. Yes, you did. You said I am taking. You have no you're, you're not gonna allow me because you have no authority to stop me. Period. No authority to stop me. You have no authority to stop me. I don't want your attention. Go away, road pirate. Go away, road pirate. Go away. You're standing here witnessing a man that just tried to attack me. I'm teaching my kid not to respect pieces of crap like you guys are. You keep saying jumping in traffic. When did you witness this offense? So you came to me. You came to me. You came to me. You came to me. So they want to lick your boots, bro. And you know what I have? I go right over here. I'm not on the road. I'm not on the road. Well, the shoulder is not the road. It is not part of the road. I am not blocking the roadway. I am not in the roadway. I haven't jumped in the roadway. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Oh, so when you pull people over with radar, you're disrupting traffic because they're slowing down. That's your logic. 
I'm going to reach into my pocket. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to take you to court. Here's what I'm going to take you to court. That's what I want you to do. That's what I want you to take. So before we go any farther, you're pulling me over for what? Because you had only conduct. This only conduct. That's what's about to happen. You're about to be arrested again for resisting arrest. No, I'm not resisting anything. Right now you're right now you're you're being detained. For what? You're being detained. I told you I stopped you already. For putting my middle finger up. That's right. Exactly. You extended your arm out the window. No, no, I have my middle finger out the window. Okay, let's get your. Let me try. You got your middle finger out the window. That's what I said. You had your middle finger. Everything we're going to take you in. We're going to tow the car. We'll come for uh, social services for your kids. Oh, so now you're threatening, now you're threatening my child. He's threatening my child now. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, bro. I'm going to set this camera here. I'm traveling with you. Make sure you also record yourself so you can see how you're acting. They stole my property. I was alongside and let me get you the idea because I'm gonna take your court to sue you. It's an innocent one, we'll find it. So I want to get this clear one more time. You pulled me over for a constitutionally protected activity. Right? I pulled you over because you had your finger. Because I flipped you off because you stole my property. Okay. Let's insurance, please. Can you close that door so the dog doesn't get out, please? You have no right to open my door. How are you going to handle this? I can hand you the paperwork. So you.
another thing is, please pay attention. When he went to go get more supplies for uh, to make another sign, and he comes back with his child and dog in the car, now they're sitting there threatening him, talking about, uh, you're about to be arrested for resisting arrest. Okay, I'm sorry, please make that make sense. I want you to think very carefully. He's saying, you're about to be arrested for resisting arrest. How is that even possible? But yet the police are allowed to get away with this time and time again. They'll tell people you, you're resisting arrest, but they don't have an initial reason to arrest you for you to resist. You see how nonsensical that is, how they just make up BS? And, and some of you say they don't know the law. They know the law. They just don't abide by it. They think they're above it. That's what that is. They think they're above it. Let me tell that man that you're about to be arrested for resisting arrest. First, they said it was disorderly conduct because he flipped them off. I'm sorry, that's not the definition of disorderly conduct. Okay, who are they? They can't be flipped off. But that's why they pulled him over. That's not a valid traffic stop. Okay, and then they're sitting there threatening him. But this is why he won $50,000. I want you all to pay attention. He was well within his rights to do and say everything that he did. The problem is we are not allowed to do that, even though it's our right. Please pay attention. Okay, so here's what they say. Delaware State Police have agreed to pay $50,000 to resolve a federal lawsuit filed by a man who said troopers violated his constitutional rights by preventing him from warning motorists about speed trap. He can warn people if he wants to. He's standing out there not breaking any laws. He's holding up a sign. He's allowed to do that. In fact, I once saw a firefighter standing on top of a fire truck holding up a sign, warning people that the police had a speed trap to see. Okay, they didn't do anything to him. Now, a judgment was entered Friday in favor of Jonathan Gusford, 54 years old, who was in the lawsuit, uh, who said in the lawsuit that police unlawfully prevented him from engaging in peaceful protests by standing on the side of the road and holding up a small cardboard sign that read radar ahead. After Gesper raised a middle finger at troopers while driving away from the initial encounter, he was stopped and cited for improper use of a hand signal. Uh, the charge was later dropped. Now, please pay attention. They knew the charge would get dropped. They said it on the radio. As you heard the officer saying, well, you know, um, we, we got him for disorderly conduct. Of course, it'll get thrown out. So they knew it was going to get thrown out. They just wanted to arrest him to cause him an inconvenience. Now, the episode on March 11th of 2022 was captured on cell phone video taken by Gusford and included in his complaint, as well as on dashboard cameras in his vehicles, or in the vehicles of Corporal Stephen Douglas and Trooper Nicholas Gallo and Master Corporal Relford Box. Uh, talk about on box, <laughs> but let me continue. Police dash cam audio captures the troopers laughing and giggling at the notion of citing Gusford for using an improper hand signal uh, because of the obscene gesture, because that's what they said to that he used an obscene hand gesture, or used an improper hand signal. Okay, they said he wasn't making a turn. That's what Douglas said. Now, the cell phone video shows troopers approaching Gusford, who was standing in a grassy area next to the shoulder of Route 13, north of Dover. Douglas told Gusford that he was disrupting traffic, okay, based on a witness report that said he was told that he was jumping into traffic. That ain't no good dark way. This man wasn't jumping into traffic. There's thing. If witnesses told him that, where are these witnesses? Where are these witnesses? Where are the 911 calls? Because they said people called and said that he was playing in traffic. Well, where are those calls? Because they're reporting. They were lying. Okay? And, and to which he told them they were a liar. 
Okay, so anyway, he said he was going to take his coordinates exactly what he did. Now, Box's dash cam audio also captures his subsequent phone call with Supervisor Lieutenant Christopher Pop, uh, who, in which Box alleges or acknowledges that citing Guster for his hand gesture is pushing it. So they knew they're full of BS, okay? So, and then, like I said, they admitted that it was going to get dropped. And it did. And he won $50,000. And I just want you all to pay attention because here's the thing. Me or you cannot go out here and talk all that slick talk to the police and get away with it. Okay, we were probably shot dead, beaten to a pulp, or just quite frankly, uh, brutalized in some fashion, then even arrested, if you live to get arrested. That's how that would have gone. But this man not only talked smack to them, got up in their faces, and was defiant, flipped them off, but he ended up getting a rewarded $50,000, okay? I just want y'all to pay attention to white privilege, make it all make sense. And so anyway, with that all being said, let's talk about the lifelines. Then I'm going to conclude this broadcast. And so this came in 22 hours ago. Please pay attention. CDC issues national alert for Vibrio vulnificus, flesh-eating bacteria. Okay, infections pose growing threats. Here they come with the BS. Is this the next pandemic? And so on September the 2nd of 2023, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued a nationwide alert on Friday, urging healthcare professionals and beachgoers alike to remain vigilant as cases of Vibrio vulnificus infections, which is a rare flesh-eating bacteria, continue to rise. Now this year, the Eastern Seaboard has already witnessed at least 13 fatalities attributed to the bacteria. While these infections have historically been more prevalent in the Gulf Coast, a concerning trend shows an eightfold increase in infections in the eastern United States uh, from 1988 to 2018, coupled with a northward expansion of the geographic range at a rate of 30 miles per year during the same period. Now, the CDC highlights the surge uh, in infections coincide, coincided with above-average coastal sea surface temperatures, emphasizing the importance of monitoring warm waters in relation to the deadly bacteria. Each year, up to 200 individuals in the United States report Vibrio folipicus infections to the CDC, with approximately one-fifth of these cases proving fatal, sometimes within just a one or two days after symptoms manifest. So this is clearly something serious. I've never heard of this myself until now. Now, the CDC describes Vibrio folipicus infections as having a short incubation period characterized by necrotizing skin and soft tissue infection. Okay, many infected individuals require intensive care and limb amputations. And in some rare cases, infections can progress to necrotizing fasciitis, an extremely severe and life-threatening condition where the flesh surrounding the open wound begins to die. So rotting flesh. Okay, the CDC's alert serves as a cautionary measure for healthcare providers who consider Vibrio folipicus um, as a potential culprit in wound infections, especially if patients have been exposed to warm coastal waters during the summer months. Now, the agency underscores that extreme weather events such as coastal, uh, such as coastal floods, extreme weather events such as coastal floods, hurricanes, and storm surges can force coastal waters into inland areas, significantly heightening the risk of Vibrio wound infections. This year has been Vibrio folipicus related, or has seen Vibrio folipicus related deaths reported in New York, Connecticut,
the breaches. So you all heard it. That's your life class for today. So please do your due diligence and be careful. Also, I'm pretty sure that they'll be rolling out mass mandates very soon and having another lockdown because they keep talking about this new variant. So uh, just to let you know, please continue to stop them on your doctors with food items and your bottles of water, generators if you can afford one. And uh, with that all being said, that's the news for now. Okay. My aunt says, what about the new variant, EG5 infection bacteria listed in deep malaria? Yeah, exactly. It's all going to get worse. Don't believe that crap, please. They do this every year. Well, of course they do. We know they did the same thing with monkeypox. But at the end of the day, this is a real infection, and it is a real flesh-eating bacteria. So please pay attention. Okay, um, that's from those oil spills, says Jordan G. You know what I'm going Coastal water is probably mixed with sewer water during these storms, says Alvin. Yep. Absolutely could be the case. Okay? Absolutely could be the case. Christopher says, please do a real black women news work. Thank you, beloved. Okay, so with that I've been said, I want to thank you all for tuning back in. I hope you enjoyed your strong end, not the weekend. And uh, please like and share this video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Be sure to click the notification bell and click the word all so that you're notified each time the Queen Goddess goes live. Also, if you didn't see the true crime story that I posted on these channels, about Lord Every the Second, please go back and watch that. Um, I will be going, I will be posting a, a premiere on the True Crime channel again this week. So if you haven't started following, please be sure to do so. All right. With that all been said, I wish you all love, peace, prosperity, each one, teach one. That's how we grow and thrive. Do something productive, constructive, but never destructive. And always remember, beloved, to keep your most high first in your life. States of America of an immediate storm of lethal consequences. They say this is going to happen because of Taiwan. China has now warned the USA that it has crossed the red line. It says that President Joe Biden's recent announcement to send more military aid to Taiwan from a fund that is usually only reserved for sovereign states is a red line that should not have been crossed. China saying they're going to send an imminent storm toward the region. They issued a so-called chilling warning after Biden promised this military aid. This has increased tensions in the region, and we're seeing a spiraling effect thereof. Despite just the modest amount of money that was uh, promised over, China is furious. They say the foreign military financing program shows without a shadow of a doubt that the United States of America is actively engaged in wartime conflicts with China. This fund is reserved for sovereign or independent states, and China, of course, sees Taiwan as a renegade, a province, and it vows to fully retake the island. 
The Global Times, which is a communist state-run newspaper that is seen by the world as China's mouthpiece, they went on an immediate offensive, and they said that China's strong dissatisfaction and firm oppositions are obvious, and that China's response to what they line of provocations by the USA on the Taiwan. This will not, and there has been decisions made, that this will not be tolerated by the Chinese government. They say it's no longer time for just talking about it. They say we will not be limited to mere statements. It added that with the increasing number of intense and interventional methods, the brewing of an of an imminent storm of lethal consequences will not be ignored. Now, the United States responded to this, saying that these funds would be used to strengthen Taiwan's self-defense capabilities. It will enhance uh, maritime awareness. In addition, the top Chinese ministry spokesperson slammed the move. They said that China's belief is that Taiwan is inalienable as much as Texas is to the USA, California is to the United States, or especially, and even more likely, Puerto Rico is. They say that this move by the United States of America shows a willful decision to provide weapons to China's Taiwan region under a foreign military financing committee that uses money for sovereign states in a violation of what the United States of America has held long onto as a one China principle. They say China deplores the move. They have claimed that this has violated international law. They say that this has harmed peace and it gives signals to Taiwan and the separatist and independence forces therein that they are backed by the USA by proxy by South Korea, and again by proxy by the Philippines and Japan. Now China says in a quote, there is but one China in this world, and Taiwan is an inalienable part of China's territory. The Taiwan situation is an internal affair, they say, that offers no foreign interference. Tensions are already soaring as China moves to more aggressively institute foreign policy over Taiwan and the South China Sea. As you'll remember, just a couple of months ago, Beijing started conducting massive military drills around this island. Last month, China sent dozens of aircraft and dozens of ships into the Taiwan median line of the Taiwan Strait. This is part of a bigger plan. You can see that every country in this world, when they lose money, have some sort of instability or insecurity, they go to war. And we see why this is happening in China as companies swap 32 billion US dollars for yuan with banks in onshore forwards. This is the highest that it has ever been swapped in history. The Chinese president right now has announced that he will skip the G20 summit. The Chinese developer Country Garden has said that it is defaulting. We're starting to see the cards fall in this entire world as we know it is built on cards. Now over in Russia, because this is part of an interconnected conflict, their uh, MiG-31 jets 
are being reported as escorting Norway's Poseidon patrol aircraft over the, over the Barents Sea. Russia has come out and they have said that we have NATO countries violating or near violating Russian airspace. They say that these are a threat. You know, if you've got a guy walking down the street and he's walking back and forth in front of your house with a shotgun, right? And he's pointing at you. Do you think he's a threat to you? You got children sleeping inside. Are you guys just gonna have an eight o'clock bedtime? Let the guy with the shotgun walking up and down your driveway, or at least your, uh, you know, even if you have imminent domain in your house, the castle doctrine, things like that, that is only reserved for a locked door, a closed door in your house. And so the guy walking up and down your driveway with a shotgun, the guy walking up and down your fence line with a defense tool, is he a threat to you? Well, a lot of people would consider him a threat. And that's the same way that Russia considers NATO, considers all of these NATO-backed countries. They are just running these missions over and over again. And it's the same exact way that China sees the USA in what we're doing with building that port in the Philippines, bolstering and giving more money to the Philippines, stacking and stacking weapons for Japan and South Korea to use they know that we're walking their fence. We can start to see that there's a bigger problem here because oil prices are up 30% in months. They're back to their highest levels since November of the year 2022. The last time that oil prices were where they stand right now, the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve had 240 million more barrels of oil inside of it than it does today. The SPR is at its lowest level since the 1980s. Oil prices are 22% above the $67 range where the U.S. wants to refill the reserves. In short, it's not going to happen. They expect OPEC to extend voluntary production cuts over the next couple of months, and higher oil prices are here to stay. That means higher gas prices. That means higher food prices. That means higher everything. Economists that are speaking on what's happening to oil have the following to say. They've warned that if it's not already the case, crude and gasoline prices are going to take center stage in the global marketplace. They say prices are going to keep going up even though they've already rallied. First, U.S. gas demand hit a new record. Isn't that funny how we're pushing for more and more electronic vehicles, but gas is at a record for demand? This is measured by the U.S. government the Energy Department's Energy Information Agency. So what's driving this demand? Well, it's the economy. This says that we're going to see people continue to consume until they can't afford to anymore. This is with a, uh, this is consistent with what we're seeing out of the Fed. But it's not just U.S. gasoline. European gasoline demand is at a decades-long high. And then when you look at the SPR, you know that they can't take anymore. It has been drained, and now we are competing with crude oil refiners as they work to refill it. Production is not keeping pace with demand. OPEC is producing at the level they did 25 years ago. How many more bodies do we have driving today than 25 years ago? How many more semis are on the road today than 24 years ago? That's why you're going to never, ever see these prices come down. Two million barrels a day less than last year. That was in July. Now, the U.S. president asked for more, 
and they basically told him to F off. Then when the Air Force has its wheels up, the Saudis did the opposite. They didn't back down. They cut, and they cut back hard. Now you're not going to see the Saudis work to produce more. They've tried to push them, but it's just not going to happen. Russia stopped reporting their oil when the war started, and they're following the Saudis and OPEC Plus into cutting back production and boosting prices so that they make more money. Now you can start to see another piece to this puzzle, because as China and Russia ramped up the BRICS, 20-some, 30-some countries being accepted into it or wanting to get into it, them calling for a reserve currency that is backed by commodities like oil, like gold, like silver, like lithium, all of these different commodities. Now we have these countries that are in opposition to the USA starting to sell their oil, which used to be directly connected to the US dollar. They're selling their oil in national currency. They're buying it from Saudi Arabia. China is in one. India is buying and selling in their currency. Russia in theirs. Brazil in theirs. The United States is in a decline. Now that means for you, you're about to enter into a time of financial hardship. Now you better have a backup plan and something that you can do if things get really bad because I don't want you to lose your house and I don't think you want to either. If you get kicked out of your apartment, evicted, whatever it might be, there's a chance you're not going to find a new one and then you're going to be just like the millions and millions of people in our country who are experiencing hardship right now, either living with somebody that they don't necessarily want to, putting their children possibly into positions of failure or problems, maybe even into predatory positions, or they're living on the street. Now, our great government has made it illegal to live in your car, even though it's four doors, it locks at night, it can cool you down, and it can warm you up. They've made it illegal. Sure, it's not a place for children, but if you are in a pinch, you can sleep on the road, things like that. Now, people are having to sleep under bridges. Now they're having to put themselves into difficult positions. So without a plan, you have planned to fail. It's something that is outside of our capacity to even control. If you're not planning, the plan's already been made for you. It's controlled by somebody outside of you. It will be one of failure, great luck, or maybe you will be blessed. But if we all ran on luck and blessings, we wouldn't be ever seeing times of hardship. So knowing that drilling is down, lowest it's been in years, knowing that we're seeing these short-form and long-form emergencies, we have to, right now, get ready. Thank you guys for being here with us today and every day on YouTube. Make sure that you share this video with friends and family around the country and around the world. These are important events taking place, and it's important that we realize that. From my family to yours, please stay safe, keep watch, leave a comment on this video, please leave a thumbs up, and go to sleep tonight telling your family that you love them. Good afternoon, Black family. Sit out of here. Just came in from outside from uh, installing my new weather machine. Well, refurbished. Since the damn squirrel knocked it down. Had to get new parts for the 
wind directional thing and the wind catcher. Both of those broke. But it's in a new spot and I anchored it to my little man cave out in the backyard, higher up than what it was. And then my good one that I'm gonna take off of this little pole, put it about 15 feet up in the air on a pole. I think I overexerted myself out there, started breathing hard. It's hard to catch my breath. Both the fur babies stayed with me out there. I'm guarded by the best. Both these girls and just love their papa. But they still looking for their mama though. trying to keep them happy, you know. As long as their tails keep wagging, I'm happy. A little bit noisy talking about her ear cocked up. The prepper says that uh, we're going into war. Frankly, I don't give a fuck if this country goes to war. I think Hold on. Guess somebody's gonna give me some shoes, asking me my shoe size and shit. Usually when women ask a man what's two shots, two shots, she uh she either gonna come up with some boots or some some sneakers or something. I didn't ask for either or, but I'm not gonna decline it. Heard over the weekend, uh Obama's daughters, Sasha and Malia. Ran into some uh, stone hard white supremacy racism. It's probably by some right wing faggot. Because I know it was no black person, because we don't have no power to be racist to that motherfucker. He didn't give a fuck about the black population. It's all the policies he didn't sign refuse to even acknowledge saying he was a no on reparation so I'm a no on Obama fuck that half breed took all my meds early today what you want, sweetheart? Here you go. Here you 
but it wants to occupy my lap. Been outside, man. I ain't got to fix you. I just be outside and watch y'all run and stuff. Yeah, I see y'all. Really, what you want? Why every time I get on this recording and stuff, you want to act up? Really? It's like that? You know what? Y'all like stepping infection. You know that, right? Y'all think you got me trained and stuff. But you just lucky because both y'all are cute. But you gotta always sniff something for it's the same shit I gave you earlier. Okay, back on the ground you go. You wanna roll up, sweetheart. Don't lay in your bed. I gave you one, but you turned your nose up to it. But you know what? Hope y'all get some money. Yeah, I know this is one you like. You gotta learn to be picky. Here. I got two picky ass dogs. Chrissy and Picky. I think this one right here be a cat in her previous life. He does not like water. Shit. Like the acrobat Olympics and shit trying to give her a bath. Yeah, I'm talking about you. You didn't even have to say her name. She know I'm talking about her. Go get eat that beef jerky and stop trying to savor it. See, that, that's why I don't like giving you big pieces and stuff. Start Tearing them up with small bite size. And she'll nibble on a little bit. Then she'll set it down. Now she's just looking at it. But if I go reach for it, I bet you if I reach for it. There we go. Gotta come around to that right side. Yeah, she grabbed it. And of course, little color tail ate hers already. Did you even chew it? Huh? Did you chew it, sweetheart? Well, that was a pretty nice piece for you. Yeah, it's just fall looking good, huh? <laughs> That's probably good. So. I got out there and cut that grass yesterday. I got it looking nice. Now I think I'm going to knock out one more task. I need to uh, wash the windows in the Cadillac and get that flat tire off of Darlene's car. Go to the tire shop tomorrow. See if I can get a used tire put on there. Oh, Mexicans done took over the old discount tire. I don't like that. It's not even called discount no more.
not much happening in the news today. I really haven't been looking for anything special this year, so. Watching to see if I could find any new content. My media used to find all the content that I stream and shared. We worked like a, a well-oiled machine finding that good content. I'm gonna miss that woman. We don't even feel the same up in this house. Five people stayed here, plus two dogs. Then one person and one dog died. Then my better half died. Because she brought me another fur baby. So back to three humans and two fur babies. Still trying to keep positive, though. I've had a hard time. The past few weeks sleeping, eating, taking care of myself, taking my medicine on time and daily. I ain't even take my sugar yet. That, you know, because, I mean, she had me down like like a science and we work in unison. For nine years. Nine solid good years. You know I want to smoke. But I decided, nah. Black family, be safe out there. 